Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Coffee Thoughts. This is the Q&A episode that I've been trying to do for a couple weeks. And I have a feeling this episode might be a little bit longer than usual, which is okay. Um, but there's a lot of good questions that I wanted to answer and address. So to get started, I'm going to light a candle because actually that's key, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna light a candle. I got these matches because I, I stopped smoking, so I don't have lighters anymore. So I got these. Let's see if we can light this. Nice. Oh no. There we go. Okay. This is uh frozen water apparently. It smells like frozen water. Okay. So yeah, let's get into the episode. I have tea. I've been trying to drink more tea lately, so this is ginger turmeric tea, no caffeine. And uh, caffeine is definitely something that I have, um, I'm not going to say struggled with, because I fucking love coffee. I love caffeine, I love coffee. But it's, a, it's something that I probably, like, take too much of. Like, I drink way too much coffee, so I've been trying to cut down a little bit. And I think just, like, naturally, it's happened. Like, I don't drink as much as I used to, but I've been trying to, like, substitute tea every now and then for coffee. Just like herbal tea, which is nice, especially before bed. But um, anyway, yeah, so a couple updates. Gentlemen Stoners, the little YouTube thing that me and my buddy Mike have shot, comes out on Friday, so in like three days, or two days. Um, and the link to our channel is below in this video. And I uh, hope you guys dig that. Um, new acoustic session also coming out on Friday. Um, and I think that's about it for now. Still working on new music that's coming along. But that's about it for now. Let's get into the Q&A. Uh, so first of all, I just want to say probably something I don't say enough because there's a lot of things that um, like I think about with with this whole music thing. Obviously, like it's literally my entire life. It's like every single day from the moment I wake up till I go to bed, I'm thinking about this and and trying my best to work at it and formulate a vision, even though it's really hard sometimes to do. Um, but it's it's literally is my entire pretty much my entire existence, and like with that comes the other parts of existing uh, that are kind of fulfilled via the music thing so as far as like personal growth and like the things I've experienced a lot of that has been due to music so it's expanded into much more than just you know this is my job or this is this is just my life and like whatever comes with that is my life and I'm I'm so thankful for it but I think one thing uh, like I probably don't talk about enough because I'm always really focused on how to like get content out and you know make as much content as I can and the best content that I can um, I, I do, I read comments, like I read comments every day, I read I read people's, you know, replies to my stuff and the comments on my songs and on my videos and, um, you know, it's, and all my pictures even, and I don't think like I, like I'm registering it all and I'm thinking about like, wow, like this person said this, that makes me feel this, maybe I should think about this kind of thing and like incorporate that into a video or into a song, like I'm, I'm kind of silently like absorbing all that and I don't think I address it as much as I should. But it is something that is is on my mind, and I want I want to just find a way to kind of streamline that. I've always been searching for that, like just a way to like be able to communicate with everyone in a an easier, more efficient way. And I think what I've come to, like I said, is just like some kind of like voice messaging. So that's why I'm taking my time with this app because I I want to I need to catch up on some stuff in my life right now, and I've been really trying to implement some new habits in order to help me with like what I know are my issues, which is like organizing myself and like scheduling things I'm so bad with that so I've really been working to like make lists and like even just like make a little schedule for my day just so I can catch up on life stuff because no matter what you do you have life shit you have to do as well so I, I'm trying to get to a point where it's all clear because there I, I do feel the need to really dive into how to how to get everybody connected and I know that we are are already connected in a way on the internet but I just I think there's so much more to be done so that's that's been something that's kind of been stirring a lot um, but basically what I wanted to say is just like it it really means a lot to see those comments um, and questions even and just you know when people people leave comments and say like yo this song like helped me through a shitty night like even I put out like a dubstep song the other night just because I felt like it and people were even said that like on that video there's like there's not even like there's like one line of lyrics it just says why are you so sad and people were leaving comments saying like yo like this made my night better like I needed this right now like I just it's really amazing like that really means a lot to me that really does mean a lot to me because I think like that's kind of the ultimate purpose with whatever you're doing should be to try to make people's lives better and it's hard to 
figure out how to do that sometimes because you're focused on your own survival. But I think if you always kind of have the intention of doing that, that's really important. But it's just, it really means a lot to me. And it's just like, it's really powerful to me to see those kind of things, especially like in person to have those kind of conversations. Um, so I just wanted to address that and to say like truly, you know, I say it a lot, but thank you to everybody who invests their time into what I make, you know, because I, I, I really like I've always said, I don't care whether a song gets, you know, a thousand views or a hundred thousand views or a million views. And like, I've been very blessed to have like millions of plays and stuff on certain songs, but I don't, I don't put it out with the intention of that. So it, to anyone and everybody who listens to my songs or watches these videos or even watches like you know, the gentleman stoners on Friday, or just anything that I do, thank you, because it really means a lot to me. And it's special to me that you take the time to do that. So I just wanted to say that. That being said, let's get into some questions, but I'm just gonna make sure this is in focus. Okay, we're good. So I had a bunch of, I took a bunch of questions from uh, last week's episode, and then a couple episodes before that, and also on Twitter right before uh, I made this. So I have a pretty big list of questions that I kind of picked through. I, I wish I could answer everybody's, <clears throat> but obviously it would be like hours and hours long. So I kind of tried to pick some of the, the ones that I feel would answer multiple questions. Um, so thank you all for the questions. And I, I just, I, I'm at this point too, like I just, I want to try to figure out what people need help with and try to guide myself in, in more so those directions. I think I have a pretty good idea of what people struggle with, but it's nice to get these que actual questions because it helps me to kind of clarify to myself like what I should be putting attention on. Um, but anyway, all right, let's just start with some some simple ones, I guess. Well, I guess none of them are really simple. You could answer them as in-depth as, as you want, but um, how old are you? 24, 24 years old. My, my birthday is November 18th, 1994. And so yeah, I've been on this earth for 24 years as far as I know. Um, so that's interesting, I guess. Time goes by pretty quick. It's so weird because I knew I was gonna have in-depth answers for all these. One thing that I've noticed lately, because I think with um, I've read all this, these things about like your your life kind of goes in seven-year increments, and uh, I think that's it's uh, that's really resonated with me. But anyway, so what I've kind of noticed like in my twenties, because everyone told me this, you know, I don't know if any of you guys are like almost twenty or turning twenty, but everyone says like your twenties are insane, like the first couple years of your 20s, you're gonna feel like you're all over the place, you're not gonna know who you are, you're gonna have anxiety and like be all over the place. And then you'll, it'll just, one day it'll just kind of like settle down a little bit. And I heard that from so many people and I actually experienced that. Um, and it's been this weird shift of like, the last year or so, not yet, like, all, like very recently especially, like it's just kind of deeper and deeper. And I, I think that might be partially due to like being able to streamline like what I input into my brain a little bit more and what I focus on. Uh, but I feel like just a sense of peace and like inner peace and like knowing who I am a lot more um, And just it's it's nice like it's nice because you kind of fight for that Like I fought for that for a long time and it's, it's always changing obviously and always evolving, but that's interesting So 24 has been pretty pretty good, and I think I think uh, I Don't know the way that I'm trying to look at it is like it's just gonna continue to get better and I, I I always struggle with like feeling like I don't have enough time and then people tell me like yo You're so young like you're so lucky you have so much time. I'm like, okay, I guess like I guess I'm not that old, but I guess it's all relative anyway, so that's how old I am. There's the answer to that. Um, somebody asked, what is your middle name? My middle name is Alexander, so Braden Alexander Berry. And uh, yeah, I was, I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about that. That's my middle name. That's what my parents chose for me, so. Um, <sighs> what keeps you inspired to write music? Hmm, this, I mean, everything that I talk about. It's it's this constant um, constant hunger to create. Honestly, it that's kind of what it's turned into. This constant hunger to like see what I can pull out of my my being and and see what I can do. You know, and also because I know it helps people. And it's like right now, maybe maybe I'll find a better way to like directly connect and help with people at some point in my life. But right now, that's like my most um, consistent. Like, okay, I know that if I put time into doing something that I personally enjoy a lot, which is writing and, and making music, that it, it is going to do do good for some people. And uh, that's like, that's a big part now. And I feel like it's almost more like a responsibility, not even just with music, because I'm starting to like realize creation is really just, it's all the same. It's all, it's all one kind of thing. And you can kind of pick and choose your areas of that. But I think creation to me is like the ultimate goal and creation and expanding things and expanding the way that people think and you know, 
lifting limitations on thinking and trying to alleviate self-doubt and anxiety and just all the shit that you go through as humans. I just like, I, I just, because it's such a, a complex, like my life experience has been super complex and obviously so is yours and everybody's has, but like for me, I've just started to see it as this like complex, beautiful, dark, painful, terrifying, happy, like everything. Um, I want to try to share that because it's like, you know, if somebody, some everyone's gone through different things than you have and everything's gone, everyone's gone through different things than I have. So if somebody sheds light on like a tiny piece of it that maybe you did, that you like looked past, you didn't quite under, understand, then like that can, that can change your entire life experience. So that can, that can help you navigate better. So I kind of look at it as like a responsibility and to try as, as much as I can to light a torch for some people. And uh, cause I know there's, there's so many people on the earth doing that, you know, and we all do that in our own way. So I'm trying to do my, my part in that. And um, yeah, just, just try to continue to, to be open and yeah, I don't know. So what inspires me is just existing. Like simple as that, existing inspires me to create. And uh, all the people that are in my circle and in my life because of that, including everybody who watches these and like mostly everybody who follows me is also what inspires me to do that. So um, advice for high school. It's such a, it's a, that's a weird one for me because it's so far gone for me. Like it's, it was such a long time ago when I was in high school, because I'm 24, I, I think I dropped out when I was like 18. I never finished high school, and that's something I never thought about till recently. And not because and I'll, I'll give some advice in a minute, but I've thought about like, you know, there, there's actually certain things that I wouldn't mind doing. Like I would love to take like some kind of just course, you know, like a, just a college course or like, even I don't know you can take online courses and shit, but it's like, it would be cool to know like the experience of just like being in a classroom, because I love listening to lectures. And uh, the few that I've seen, like, in person, I've loved, you know. So it, I, I was like, man, you know, I might just do that to do it and uh, just get my diploma and shit. Because it's like, I know it's not that hard. It's not really something I'm, it's not something I'm, like, ashamed of or anything. I don't, like, I'm glad I made the choices that I did. But it's like, at this point, I'm just like, yeah, you know, it'd be kind of nice to take, like, a philosophy course or, like, some kind of, like, psychology or, like, counseling shit. Like, I would love to be able to do that. So that's something I've actually been thinking about um, recently. So what I would say is... As much as you're gonna hate it sometimes, trust me that when you're older, you're you're gonna you're gonna appreciate it. As probably one of the most, um, maybe not the best time of your life because it's different for everybody. But to me, it's the be It was pretty much like one of the best times of my life because because of the complexity of it and because of what I went through and because of how much I grew and what I what I learned through it. And it wasn't even about the school because we all know that sucks. And the school system to me, like I will stand by this, is ridiculously outdated and ridiculously suppressive to happiness and creativity and I fucking hate it and I wish that I could do something to change it but I think we'll get there naturally so it's not really about the school to me and I think that's one thing you have to learn about yourself and fight for is that you're not defined by that shit it's it's so bullshit I'm sorry to keep saying that but like it's it's like just because you don't do well in a class like math or geography, which are two that I fucking hated, and I just, because I can't remember things, I can't remember, like, dates, and numbers, and, and formulas, I'm just not programmed that way, so, you know, when somebody made me feel like I was inferior because I couldn't do that, you have to learn that that does not define you at all, you might not be good at some things, but you're going to be very good at other things, and you just have to kind of figure that out for yourself, and... I don't, honestly though, I don't know what high school is like now because it's, it's probably cha it has changed so much since I was in it. So honestly, I would say the best thing you can do is try to find a good circle of friends. Try to find, a, like even if it's like two or three people, it doesn't really matter, I think, as long as you have a couple of people that you're close with, and you will find that naturally. And uh, be okay with whatever you experience because I, I just think like whatever I experienced in high school led me to where I am now. And... Uh, I think the willingness to try to be open and just realize like it's a temporary experience that is very crucial in your life, in the world we live in, in the society we live in, in you know, the part of the world we live in. It's just very crucial and you have to go through it or maybe you don't have to, I guess you could draw, I don't know. But I'm just saying like if you're, if you're going to be there, just try to open yourself up and I know it seems like it's going to be a long time, but just let the universe take you through it and uh, stick to your guns, you know, and just observe it as much as you can. Um, Try new things, talk to people, or don't talk to people. Just do whatever you feel is right, and um, you'll it'll be over before you know it. Trust me, trust me. And I miss that. I miss that shit sometimes. So hopefully that helps. 
Any tips on self-doubt? Yeah, yeah, I probably do have some tips on self-doubt because that's, I've experienced that my entire life. <clears throat> it's weird though because I've always been very silently confident in my music, even when I was like the shyest kid ever. Because if you, if you talk to me, or if I tried making this video in like 2009, like I literally wouldn't even be able to get through 10 minutes. I would just be sitting here just thinking about how I look and not knowing what to say and being afraid of saying things and you know I uh because I used to have that you know I used to have and I think I think uh, like alleviating self-doubt comes from expanding your perspective and expanding your awareness of the world and of yourself and of the things around you um but I think that like specifically was like doubting yourself because that can go into, into any area that can go into like your what you're doing like how, like what you're working on um, your relationships you know with other people or with yourself how you look um, I, I, I think for me because I realized that was such a powerful thing that was holding me back a lot of the time I had to dive into the actual logic of it and say okay what like why am I why do I feel these things because what it is is there's a like think about that statement self-doubt like think of the circularity of that and how insane that is like it's a part of you doubting you like it's it's so strange so I think you have to realize there is a there's another part of you that is um because there's a you that is just trying to exist and try to trying to like do your best and then there's this other part of you that's saying no you suck like <laughs> doubt yourself you're not good enough so you have to realize like okay there is this other part what is that what is that? Because the fact that you're aware that you doubt yourself means that there's two kind of awarenesses going on, which is really all just one thing, but it's a, it appears to be two, you know, separate things. Um, so I had to kind of question the logic of that, and, I, and what I came to personally is that the only, the absolute only way you can doubt yourself, unless you know that you're, you could be doing something better because you've done it better in the past, or you know that you're capable of more. That's different, but I'm saying the only reason that you can doubt yourself in most cases is by comparing yourself to something or someone else. So <clears throat> you just have to think about the logic of that. Like the, the doubt comes from saying, well, I'm not good enough because this person is better or this thing is better um, a lot of the time. You know, it's like, I don't look like this person. This person's way more attractive than I am. And that is your own projection and opinion and this part of you that's create fabricating this and ignoring the pure beauty of your being and, and just how amazing you are just because you exist and because we're all completely different and there's no way to, to actually measure like a person is better than someone else. Like, what does that even mean? Or if you make a song, it's not as good as somebody else's. Like to me, maybe that's just my own perspective, but like I think whatever you do, if you're doing it out of love and you're doing it out of like, you're just trying your best with what you have in life, like that is, beautiful and, and nothing is better than that like that's just what you're going through at the time so I think you have to just realize the logic of it is pretty flawed and you have to just basically put awareness on that part of yourself that's that's feeding you these things because the more you put awareness on it and this has like been a been a journey my entire life and will continue to be um, you know it's the less power it has because it's like it's trying to, to lie to you and trick you and, and build this image convince you that you are a certain way so it can maintain this kind of control over you for your entire life and you, you do have the power to become aware of it and have this kind of deeper part of you step forward and that that is something that I've, I've learned because I've struggled with you know anxiety and just like loneliness and you know confusion and depression and, and being quiet and shit my whole life and I've had to work my ass off to um, to find a way out of that you know but I like I want to tell you like it is possible and like obviously you know I'm not I haven't done it perfectly and there's still aspects of myself that I'm trying to work on but I've come a long way and I can say that confidently because I know what I went through with that and how tough it was and um, I'm just a lot better now at, at being aware of all those part, like pieces of my mind or pieces of my ego or whatever just kind of functioning and able to see it more as, as like a one machine instead of like being in the middle of all these little parts that are moving if that makes sense. So I think a lot of it's just expanding your awareness and also doing just doing stuff just do do the things that you feel like you're you're scared to do like if, if you're doubting yourself about talking to somebody just do it like I know it's the hardest thing ever or just watch some videos about how to do how to like take little steps to overcome that because there's other people out there that are like 
going to have made content to help with your specific thing. Like guaranteed, if you have a problem, there's somebody who's made a video about it or a podcast or something like, or has just written something about it. Guaranteed, pretty much guaranteed. And that's one thing that I've found too, is like, there's just, there's people out there who go through the same shit. You just have to kind of search for it. Cause some people do have answers to those things. So, um, yeah, just don't compare yourself to people as much as you can. And just like you learn by trial and error. That's life. That's life. So, oh man, this is going to be a long episode. Okay. Favorite song to play live, simple one. I love playing Shallow. That's my favorite song to play live. It's been, it's been my favorite song to play live for a long time, and I think it always will be. I don't know why. But that song, uh, I don't know what it is, but I can, I can play that song over and over and over and over and never get sick of it. You know, and most of my songs I'll eventually kind of get tired of, but that song, for whatever reason, that was really a special place. Like, that was a special kind of frequency. Because, like, the song to me, like, it's it's like... Again, I, I never feel like what I create is mine. I just, I feel like it's it's a gift from the whole or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. So I just, whatever that was captured in this song had this very, very specific like frequency that really resonates with me kind of no matter where I am in my life. So I love playing that one live because I was open with that one. And I think a lot of people never like, that's like a seven minute song. People usually don't open their concerts or shows with a, a long ass song, but I like to do that because um, like even when I was playing with like the red jumpsuit apparatus in the UK, like it's like, it's really high energy stuff, but I wanted to like, I don't know. I just wanted to open the show with like something chill because that's like what I do. You know, it's like, that's another thing I struggled with a long time for a long time was like, I need to be this way when I'm on stage. I have to have high energy. I have to find a way to like, match everybody's energy and I just came to realize like no I was put here to do this which is the opposite of that which is just to be chill and just to play soft slow music and to get people on a certain vibe because that's what I'm good at and I don't know why I'm good at that but I just am um, so I ha I've really tried to like hone that and you know accept that about myself and the more you accept the things that you might be doubting about yourself the more you're like fuck yeah like this is part of my design like this is actually awesome because other people can't do this other people can do some things that i can't do but i can do some things other people can't do so i just kind of really tried to like um examine that and just it just kind of flow with that if that makes sense um <clears throat> what made you start to want what made you want to start writing a screenplay um, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time and it's, it's, no, it's one of those things that's like it feels like it's such a big project that it's you know I don't want to keep talking about it and talking about it because I, I just I want to do it and I want to show you you know so it's not but it's also not something that I'm that we're not gonna do like we're going to do it and we're working at it um, but I think part of it was I've always been very passionate about films and about movies and so I, I just something I've always been really passionate about and when I was a kid I used to you know, I used to go out, like, I would just spend all my time outside. I grew up before, like, cell phones and before the internet, really, and before uh, all these crazy-ass video games and shit. I had, like, a GameCube and, you know, PlayStation, like, the first ones. And so I didn't, I was always outside, you know, so I would just always, like, play out scenes from Harry Potter and, and Lord of the Rings and, um, you know, was my Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage movie was another one of my favorite ones. I'd just, like, act out scenes and, like, do all these accents and just by myself, you know, be on a trampoline jumping and like pretend I was falling off like a cliff and shit. Like I just loved it because I was fascinated with movies because it allows you to visually see something that is like impossible and it's just like it's so cool. So it's always it's always been something that I've really wanted to dive into and I've always loved acting too. And uh I've that's like why I love doing music videos because it's like I'm not talking obviously but like I put all my emotion into you know the characters that I play in those videos and uh, I've lo I love it because it's like you know it just it get it kind of has allowed me to like do a little bit of that but um, yeah I've just it's I've always loved it and I've always felt like I was I was good at it in the way that like it's pretty easy for me to and maybe not every character I'm not saying like I've had a shit ton of experience of like actually like acting on camera or whatever but just on my own time like I'm pretty good at like I could understand like what a person's going through or what a character's going through what they would say what they would do how they would feel I don't know why but I just I feel like I can do that so I've just loved it because it's like you know it's it's this cool way that people can express themselves and I just thought it was so cool um, so anyway, so I, I wanted to write a screenplay for a long time but I just was never at a point like I knew I wanted to do it but I was I never knew what the story was I never knew what it was gonna be about and uh, 
a lot of times like I would let logistics kind of get in the way of like oh like if I write it about this then it's gonna be too hard to film and when I was younger it's just too much of that so um, so I just honestly just felt like it, it's I'm at a point and Micah is at a point where we have both experienced enough we've learned enough and I think we're both pretty good at what we do and uh, I know we can do it you know and the thing that we've been writing like the story we've been writing is like I love it I'm, I'm I love it I think it's like it's got so much depth to it and it just says a lot about life and it's just I, I think like my, my goal is like I just want people to be able to relate to it like they would relate to a song you know and I feel like it, you, there's more you can do with the film and because there's visuals there's you know expressions there's um even just like the color like the locations like there's so much you can do to build uh, emotion so that's just something I've always wanted to do and thankfully like we're at a point where we can do it so that's you know something that we're working on but uh, I'm really excited and it's called uh, Sparrow and Her Bones is what the what the film's called um, okay hold on here I lost my I lost my questions yeah okay oh my god we have so many more questions it's gonna be a long one thank if you're still watching thank you or listening thank you how do you stay in the here and now I think again that that comes from building a perspective that, that comes from mindfulness practice and to me it's like the real was the realization that like the past and the present actually do not exist like they're literally only concepts because you you can only ever experience right now right now like you can only ever experience something right now like you could say like well no like I experienced something like a year ago Okay, yes, yes, you did, but it was still right now, and when you go to revisit the memory, it's just a concept. So, to like, just the realization of, like, this, this is it, this is it, everything that we experience is now, and the only reason we have linear thinking is because we're human beings, and I think the, being able to have the awareness of that is very amazing, um, because time, like, linear time is just something that we've created, you know? And we, we ha we've had to in order to structure our lives and structure the world. But I think it's really powerful to understand that and like, you know, these models of thinking that we've kind of created are not necessarily true and most of them are pretty flawed, you know. Um, so I think just honestly just like th that revelation and like kind of having that become part of my base perspective and I've had to, you know, I've really had to practice mindfulness. I've had to, because a lot of it too is like when you're not thinking, you're here. And when you are thinking, you're somewhere else. You're, you're in your head, you're in a concept, you're playing at something. And Eckhart Tolle, he's an author, and he, he, his content has really helped me with that. He has really, really put it in perspective and helped me be mindful and helped me catch myself when I'm thinking. Because I think the most important thing is you just catch yourself. You just are aware of like, oh, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm here. That shit in my head is not happening. This is what's happening. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing is what's happening. <sighs> breathing too that helps really helps but you know it's actually fun and I've I've noticed this only in the last three days this is the first time in my life and I, I'm being honest about this that I've actually made a, a list like a to-do list of really important shit that I have to do and also made a schedule for my day and actually followed it this is the first time in my life and I know it's kind of embarrassing to say but I've always kind of been like nuts I, you know this kind of like fuck it man I don't have a schedule like I'm just gonna do what I want like stay up all night I'll get it done whatever and that's carried me through but I realized lately I could do so much better and what would my life be like if I started to actually discipline myself in that way even just starting slow and I've noticed that since I started to do that I don't know what else it is I also started to like when I get up I make my bed and um yeah just make my bed in the morning and uh, I never did that before, but it's like you do that, and it's like you've done one thing. And I feel like the more you kind of, for me, it's I think what what's happened is like the more I'm like, okay, what do I have to do right now? Like I know what I have, because I know what I have to do and I see it, when I'm doing something that I know is a waste of time or I know isn't going to help me cross that list off, I catch myself, you know, because I have that direction and those goals now, which is a very new experience for me. Because I usually like generally kind of know what I have to do, but this is the first time I was like, no, right here, here's what you have to do. Um, when I'm not doing that, I feel this like sickening feeling of like, yo, man, you're wasting time. Like, get on it, man. Like, so that actually has helped me be more mindful. And since I've kind of started to do that, like, it feels like shit is slower, but at the same time, like a higher vibration 
it's really crazy, but it's it's like I it's so nice, and I, I'm really excited to continue on this because I feel myself getting more mindful of my thoughts, more mindful of what I'm doing, um, clear-headed, less worry, um, just different. Life is just starting to feel a little bit different in only a couple days, a week, I don't know. But you implement these little tiny things, and it really can shift everything. I for totally forgot what the question was. Totally forgot what the question was. Oh, how do you stay in the here and now? Yeah, mindfulness. Mindfulness and just like, the less you think, the less you think, the more you, here you are. Um, huh, let's see here. Oh, I still got a lot. That's okay. I like doing this. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. What do you find difficult to overcome? For example, quitting addictions, depression, anxiety, and etc., etc., etc. You know, the biggest thing, what do I find difficult to overcome? Um, honestly, probably, I'm going to light incense here. Ad uh, addiction, okay, so for me, like, addictions, like, smoking, and, and, like, if I'm, if I have a habit that's really shitty, I actually don't have, like, such a hard time fixing th those things, and, like, even if it takes me a couple tries, I'm usually able to, um, to do that, and, uh, the hardest thing to overcome is, I think, sometimes, Oh, whoa, sorry. Sorry. Fun quick fact. I got this incense holder in Scotland when I was there from this dude who made pottery. He's this really nice Scottish, old Scottish man. I bought this from him. I love it. I love this incense holder. Anyway, what's hard to overcome? That's a good question, man. I think, I think losing people, probably. Whether it's, like, no matter what the reason is. I, I've always had a hard time with that, like, when people leave my life. And I think I know why that is, and I think I've talked about it before in episodes. But I, yeah, that's hard. That's a hard thing for me, because I think no matter what way you put it, um, when you get close to somebody, you're, you get close to somebody. You know, it's like that. No matter what happens, you that hurts. Like, because your heart's like, yo, where'd they go? You know, they're not here anymore. And that's that's a hard thing for me. Um, but I've I've really tr I've tried to like, I don't know. Just be more okay with like the fact that things change and, and that like life flows how it's gonna flow and this that's it. So, but that's that's one thing that I have a hard time with. I think as far as like overcoming, I don't know. That probably wasn't the best answer, but that's what came out. So, follow follow up question to that: What makes you the most happiest to move on from life struggles? That's a good one. I like that. It honestly is the feeling of um, like growth it's it's like you feel this sense of like holy shit like i got through that i got through that like okay that's cool like i got through that i can do this you know that's a big thing that's a big feeling to feel and i think that helps add to your personality it helps add to your strength so it's like down the road when you go through something you know it's like okay i can go back like i've been through this before what did i do how did i how did i fight how did i overcome this um but also too i think it's like when you overcome something um yeah, it's, it's a moment where you can be proud of yourself. It's a moment where you can, you know, just uh, reflect on everything. And it can change your perspective. Like, if you go through something really hard in your life, it can shift your entire perspective in a way that you never even imagined. So you just never know what's going what's gonna to happen or what good will come from that. I know it's such a cliche because, like, there's no question, like, life hurts sometimes. And uh, that's one thing that I've, I've really had to, like, accept because, I, you know, I've always, not always, but, like, for a long time, like, got into all these like crazy spiritual ideas and philosophical ideas and started thinking about all this shit and it's like for every single thing that happened I would be like well no this is just my perspective I shouldn't feel this way or like this actually doesn't mean anything it's just hurting because I'm letting it hurt like all this shit and I was like I just had this point very recently where I was like you know what that may all be true but like I'm here right now as a human and like it's good like I need to just let it be sometimes you know and uh so I kind of realized that too it's like life Life is how it feels sometimes, you know, even if like maybe you could do better and how you process things or like your perspective could shift that like sometimes shit just hurts and shit is just hard to go through. So I think when you when you just pull yourself through it, and you figure out like you're actually pretty damn strong. You're actually pretty, uh, pretty impressive, pretty impressive little creature. We're, we're pretty damn impressive. And that's like we don't realize it, man. We're, we don't realize like how goddamn impressive we are and how like amazing and strong we are like we're sick we're fucking awesome like humans are amazing 
some people choose to do shitty things with their lives and like we all make mistakes and we all like stumble and fall but like we're pretty cool man think about it we're just this like thing existing in this other thing with all this nothingness around us that's pretty damn cool if you ask me that's pretty cool so <clears throat> uh, quick question about piercings why did I choose to have lip piercings because I thought it was cool bruh I thought it was fucking sick brother you know I literally just thought it would look cool and I loved I was obsessed with Christopher Drew and uh, I was just like man I fucking love those I think snake bites right spider bites spider bites is that the ones I have I forget I just wanted to be a little badass you know, when I was young, and I wanted to look cool, and it, it helped me be more confident. So that's pretty much it. That's also why I started getting tattoos, because it helped me be more confident. And that's maybe part of why I, well, I don't think as much anymore, but it definitely does. Like, when you get, you know, there's nothing. If, you, if you've gotten a tattoo, like, you know, like, that feeling. Like, even when I had this little peace sign, like this, I literally, like, for, like, a week was like, fuck yeah, like, this is sick. Like, I'm sick, man, <laughs> you know? There's just no feeling like a new tattoo, which is it's so sick. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, how do you do your hair? Tell, tell me, tell about your amazing hair, the way you make it cool every day in the morning. <laughs> I love how you worded that. Um, you know what? The weird thing is my hair. I've always had a very hard time with it because um, it's it's it looks really cool. I think like on camera sometimes and stuff, but it it's it always feels really like unsettled. It always feels really fucking awkward and annoying. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I've cut it myself for a long time. So next time I get a haircut, which I think I know what I want to do uh, for my for my next hair trim, I'm actually gonna go and find like a really awesome like edgy barber. You know what I mean? Because I'm sick and tired of doing it myself. And I just want something sick because that's why I always wear beanies because like I just I never like the way my hair turns out in the morning. Um, but it looks really cool when I wake up and I go in the mirror. I'm just like, oh shit! Like you got like wolf hair, it looks sick. And then like I shower and I try to do it, and it just never turns back that way. Um, but anyway, usually what I'll do, um, I don't really wash it. I just condition it a lot, um, and I use the stuff called Chi, which is like a silk. Uh, infusion it smells amazing it's so nice I put that in my hair and I straighten it a little bit and then I usually use some like texture like uh, matte like hair wax or pomade or whatever the fuck you call it and just like put it everywhere or I'll use sea salt spray which I left in the UK I have this like six sea salt spray which kind of makes your hair look textured I think just like trying to texture is really what I try to do so we'll get there we'll get there you know it's funny how many people ask me that I don't know does it make you uncomfortable when your fans say I love you? No, no. It's I don't know why. I don't, and, and it's probably like I feel like everyone's probably desensitized to it at this point. Like if I if I called you guys fans, I I doubt anybody would care. But like it's this word that's always kind of made me like cringe. Like I just always hated it. And I think because mainly like oh I almost dropped my phone. When when I've heard it throughout my life, it's always been in the con the context of. Uh, someone like a celebrity or, or a musician or, or somebody saying my fans and anytime that I've ever heard it it just see it sounds like fans are like this lower kind of like there's me and then there's my fans like I've never liked that idea I don't it's just my personal preference I know it's just the word but it's like usually that what's behind that word that I don't like so I've never looked at anybody like that. I've never. And like followers, I, like when I talk about you guys, the people, because I talk about you. I talk about you to my family, my parents, my mom, my dad. Uh, but like when I say, like I'll say like my followers, because that's like, what else are you going to say? Like, that's just like to register in people's heads, like what I do or something. Um, but um, no, when people just say like I love you or people are like tell me something nice, it's like, yo, fuck. It's like if anyone told you that, your friend, like a stranger. It's like, fuck, I love you too, like, thank you, like, that's awesome, like, you're a human, I'm a human, like, cool, I'm glad you like what I do, like, thanks, tell me about your life, you know? It never feels weird, never. But, you know, sometimes when people say things about me, or assume things about me, or ask me, like, really personal, like, inappropriate questions that you wouldn't ask anybody else, because, you know, just because of what I do, like, that, that, you know, I, obviously, I'm not gonna say anything, I'm not gonna, I'm probably not gonna say anything, because, like, I'm just that kind of person, like, I'll try to always connect with people and but it's <clears throat> it's just interesting it's interesting it's not even like a bad thing it's just like it's always fascinating me how people can view other people because of what they do because like we all do that to, to people 
in any way. It's like even like at Starbucks, like you kind of automatically in your brain because they're at Starbucks, you're like, okay, that's the person that's going to give me my coffee. That's the only interaction we're going to have. You know, it's like we kind of label everything. I don't know. But no, it's not weird. I fucking, I love everybody who listens to my music. I love everybody who doesn't listen to my music. Maybe I don't love everybody, like, you know, have them over and fucking, you know, eat burritos and stuff. But like, I'm in general pretty like compassionate toward humans because I know life's hard sometimes and I think we're all just here together. So hopefully that made sense. I don't know. Okay. Let's move on to this. <clears throat> Why did you go back to Say We Can Fly? Futuristically speaking, do you still plan to pursue your electronic Braden Berry persona? Interesting. You know, to be honest, uh, I'm just going to give you a straight answer. I thought too much about it when I was trying to do it. I was very confused, I was very torn, had no clue what the fuck I wanted. I started making this cool kind of music and I was like, yo, this is sick, like I can do so much with this. Went down that path for a while, I was like, nope, never mind. I mean, okay, so here's what happened. I started to perform that stuff live because I felt this pressure and I built it up in my head, I think, where it's like, you, well, you put this music out, you have to perform it live, you have to like up your live show, you have to like do this. And I did it live and every time that I've done it, I've just hated it. I just hated it. And that's it. Like, I've always done my best to be into the show, but it's always felt so awkward. And I think that's, like, um, you know, kind of how it seemed as well. It just was not me, man. That's just not, not me. And it's just, I'm okay with that. I had, I had to, I had, I had to experience it to go through it. But that's, that doesn't mean I don't love making it. I absolutely love making that music. And I'm, I'm going to continue to, uh, to create it whenever I feel it. But I'm not, it's not something I'm going to pursue as far as, like, live shows. Like, live shows, I just want to do acoustic music, and that's that's what I decided. So, yeah, so I'm actually putting out uh, a single on the Bradenberry Spotify, I think, on Friday. I think everything's coming out on Friday. Uh, it's a little, like, dubstep song I made. So, check it out. Check it out. But, yeah, that's, that's the answer to that. I just, Say We Can Fly is, I don't know. I just like playing acoustic music live. That's pretty much it. But... It doesn't mean I won't do stuff with Bradenberry if it feels right, you know. Do I ever get this is a this is a pretty deep question. <clears throat> do you ever get tired of everything? Have you been suicidal? Have you ever been at a point in life where you're just terribly lonesome and realize that you have no one? Do you get tired of being you, a musician? Have you ever lost your passion? If so, how'd you get it back? It's a very loaded question. And the answer to all of that is yes. I've been through I've been through all that, I would say. All of it. Um and uh, there, there's this weird part of me that um, no matter how hard shit's gotten, I, I, I know that I won't give up. Like, I just know. Even if I wanted to. I couldn't. And it's, it's almost this part of me that I don't actually have control over, in a way. It's like I, I'm always going to get back up. I'm always going to try harder. I'm always going to work harder. I'm always going to try to figure out, you know, what the problem is and fix it. And I don't know. That's just... That's just uh, kind of this thing that I have built in, which I'm very thankful for. But uh, yeah, there's been points in my life where I've, I've literally felt like I've had nobody. And even though I do, you know, because it doesn't matter at that point, if you do have people, you, feel, you still feel like you don't. So in your, in your mind, you have nobody. And that's a scary place to be. That's because you can't rely on yourself and you can't rely on other people. So what do you do? That's a scary place to be, you know. But the thi I think what happens from what I've experienced that is you reach a point where you literally you can't go any lower. You just can't. Like it's not possible. Like you could you could end your life, yes, you can always do that. But what's the point? What's the point of that? You know, that's kind of in my head, like what's the point of that? It's like it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. At some point. As far as our concept of death, like that's inevitable to, to all of us as far as we know. Um so it's like you know, you're at this point where it's like if you're still here and you've gone through that, you know you know <clears throat> you have this feeling like it's just a really shitty time. It's a really shitty time. Um, but I'd say it's a really in-depth kind of topic. But um, I don't know what it is about me, though, and I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I've always I've found some kind of inspiration in those moments. And I think it's this part... It's why, probably why I've, like, I've always loved wolves. I've always like vibed a lot with wolves. Um, just because like I think there's this weird... Do, like kind of conflict of like I love being alone and I hate it at the same time so it's it's always been there's been enough there to push me through it there's been enough like alright there's something about this that is like 
this it's like imagine just being in like this eerie forest completely silent at night with like you, the moonlight and you just hear like some sounds of like some like a wolf in the distance or like some crickets and it's just like yeah you're completely alone but it's like there's almost something in the silence and if you just take a minute and you listen it's something that you couldn't access before when you were in this bright sunny field with people around you so that's kind of the way I can look at it and whatever is in the silence in those moments is enough to like alright I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into the forest I'm gonna see what's in there and a lot of times when you when you just are like alright fuck man I'm here I'm alone I'm at my worst point like you admit that to yourself instead of crying and, and being angry and saying oh fuck you know my life's so hard you know no, everything sucks when you stop just stop for a minute stop telling yourself those things and you're like you know what I'm here like I'm here and I can't I can't teleport somewhere else I'm gonna actually have to like walk through this forest and face all the shit that's in here and by doing that you suddenly know the forest you suddenly are like oh okay that's uh, that cave there's a little like you know, a little troll in there, he's actually, he just chills and does his own thing. He looks kind of scary, but he just chills. You know, there's a little black bear over here with some cubs. That's what was making the growling noise. Okay, cool. Hey, what's up, black bear? Um, great musician, by the way. But anyway, you know what I'm saying, though? It's like, you kind of, when you face all that shit, you're like, okay, these are all parts of myself that I fucking hate, and this is a place I don't want to be, but it's not beyond my control. And the more I become aware of the forest and become aware of this, you start to be like, okay, this is what I need to do. Like, I need, okay, I need to plant a tree here. I need to start a fire over here so I can see this part of the forest. Like, you just kind of, that's, I feel like this, that, that was a good analogy. That's a good analogy. But you, you, you just have to look at it that way. That's kind of how I looked at it. So any really dull moments has actually inspired me more to become a better person than just being okay. You know, because it's like when you're okay and you're comfortable, it's like you don't have as much drive to be like, yeah, I'm going to make these massive life changes. But when you're fucked and your whole life is falling apart, what else can you do but make massive changes? So that's kind of my best advice for that. Hopefully that made sense. Um, oh, I just, got a, I just got a text about a Netflix show doing background work. Am I available on Friday? No, I don't know. Friday, I got so much shit going on. But Netflix, but I've already done enough. I don't know. We'll see. I'll get back. I'll get back to them. Okay. 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 <laughs> why, why are you so close to spirituality? And since when? That's a good question. Um, I, I've always struggled with, uh, like, what do you call it? You know, because spirit, I feel like spirituality is the same as, like, saying religion. It's, it's a label. And it kind of categorizes it. I don't really know what it is. You know, I don't know what that thing is because it's not religion, and it's not like um, I wouldn't say a specific set of like practices necessarily. So what kind of happened was, let me ponder this for a moment. For a moment, I'm really digging this podcast. By the way, I think you guys are watching, listening. This is, I, I enjoy making this episode. Um, but kind of what happened was, this is exactly what happened. I. Uh, I was introduced to a movie called The Secret, which is about the law of attraction, which is, a, I think, something that is becoming way more, at least people are aware of, like, the idea of it. Because, again, it's still, like, it's just a label. It's a Hollywoodized, kind of compact version of a way, way more complex thing, a way more real thing. Um, and I hate that people capitalize on that shit. I really do. I hate it. I hate that people make money on that shit. It's just something that people should understand. We should be taught. And I think at one point we're going to move towards being taught all this shit. But uh, anyway, so I was introduced to this um, idea that if you believe something enough, if you believe that you have it, if you like absolutely know and convince yourself and just act like you already have something, that it will happen. And I was introduced to this idea. I watched this film. And uh, I was like 16 at the time, maybe 17. And I was like, oh my God, this is so sick. Like This makes so much sense. Like... Because it started to make me think about like all the things that I worry about are kind of what I also attract, you know. And it's like any times in my life where I've been really confident about something, a lot of times I get what I want or I achieve the thing. So I just remember trying it with like really tiny things, like a cup of coffee. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it was like I was out with people and I was like, I'm not going to say, hey, let's go get coffee. I'm just like, I know like by tonight I'm going to like, we're going to be at a coffee shop. Like it's going to happen. I'm going to have coffee in my hands. It's going to be a white cup with like a dome lid. And so I was like, that's going to happen. 
that's what happened that night. We ended up there, and I remember telling my manager at the time, Joe, my, my one of my good friends now, I was like, dude, it worked, because he's the one who introduced me to it. And so after that, I started to kind of try it with bigger things, and like, but that was kind of the idea that got me into uh, what you call probably spirituality and meditation because I realize like the more that I s reflect on things in my life and the more that I visualize them like I can actually shift my reality because reality doesn't it's not like you're like oh I'm gonna like imagine this new red car and something's gonna pop into existence what happens is like the more you visualize something or a change in your life it, it changes things within you and it becomes more of the frequency that you're used to and you start to act differently and you start to think differently you start to make different decisions that all lead to that the, the obtaining of that thing or change or situation. So over years of un practicing and trying to like understand this shit, like I've pretty much just been on a journey of like l pulling off layers of those things for the last almost 10 years now. Um, and I discovered meditation when I was like 16 and I just remember doing it for the first time and I'll, just how I felt. And But it was like the clarity and because at that point I was really focused on like I want to use the law of attraction to to make money with music and to start to do warp tour and like I used it for warp tour like 100% I every day before I went to bed I would like imagine myself playing I would go through a whole day at warp tour and I would just convince myself like I'm I'm playing warp tour this year I'm doing it like to the point where I'd say like yeah like I would tell people like yeah I'm playing warp tour and um, I had to do that because that was the only way I would believe it and it works and again that was due to you guys voting me on but it's like it doesn't really matter the how it's not really important but I started to use that for a lot of things in my life. And it's it worked every time, even if it was for negative things. I didn't realize I was attracting those things. Um, but that kind of really made me be like, all right, like what else can we do? You know, what else are we capable of? How else can we shift our realities? How else can we get to know ourselves better? So it kind of sent me down this rabbit hole that I've never, that I've just gone down. And that's it. And I will continue to go down. But it's like reality shifts as as you go deeper you know it's beautiful because like I, I don't even remember what it's like to have the perspective that I had like even even a year ago or even six months ago it's like completely foreign because I'm continually trying to expand it because the more you like I don't know how to explain this properly but it's like the more that you become aware of your being and real like okay because what I really think is like <clears throat> like we are just consciousness you know I think that's kind of what I've come to understand at least from my experience is like pretty much like we're the same consciousness that is everything else like so it's 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 so hard to explain properly but just just kind of building this awareness of like less focused on like human problems or just like less focused on like this like really limited way of thinking like this linear like fucking box thinking of like you have to figure out how to do everything instead of just like letting trusting yourself trusting the universe like breaking free of that as much as I've been able to it's like I know I don't want to stop you know it's just and also because I think too like what happens when you connect to to yourself and I know it sounds strange because it's you connecting to you but it's like when you connect to that part of you because you know it you know there's and I think what I realized from meditation is like that feeling that I felt I knew I had felt in really good moments in my life like I remember this one moment where I was laying under a tree with two of my really good friends when I was younger and the wind was blowing like this willow tree. I just remembered it and like I felt the same feeling that I did then of like love and like I'm just happy. And you know, I've started to realize like that's the feeling that I would feel when I'd meditate. And like then those feelings would show up more in my life. And I started to just like, you know, there's been points where like I've just been brought to tears because of how beautiful shit is. And um, like it just, it just, it has become very important to me to try to um, try to just, you know, <laughs> it's so hard to explain, but just to try to be in touch with that because you know, you know, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if anyone's know, but you just know, like you just know when you're on the flow and you know when you're not and you know when other people are and you know when they're not. And it's this weird, deep, deep instinct or sense that I think maybe not everybody has, but I think a lot of people have. So it's like, I want to be closer whatever that is. And even when I was, uh, you know, I, when I grew up uh, as a, you know, immersed in the Christian religion, I still felt the same thing because it's just, you know, when people, when there's like a hundred people or, you know, 50 people in a room, focus on God, focus on like this divine, like loving, beautiful energy, you feel that. And it's like, I felt that with meditation without all the, all their bullshit. And I found out how to start to see that more in my life. 
and that's what that's what it does that's what spirituality does for me or just understanding or trying to get in touch with yourself it's just it brings out the beauty in life and that it brings it and it's allowed me to i don't know just feel like less just like just more here and like more thankful and, and like more of a purpose for doing this and like you know <clears throat> i don't know it's been it's been nice and like i love it and it's i think it's changed me a lot as a person like i wouldn't i don't know who i'd be if i hadn't found uh god or the universe or whatever you want to call it i don't really care what the label is because the label doesn't fucking matter and people need to realize that it, the label like just because you call it different things it doesn't make it different things and like people need to stop fighting with this shit man it's like God or fucking Allah or fucking um, the universe or Jesus or like it it's love like it's it's this greater thing that you know is there like you know is like you know it when you know it you feel it when you feel it and I think uh, anyway my own practices allow me to get in touch with that more and that has literally saved my life because there's times when you don't know what to do and you don't have anything but to surrender yourself to the universe and to God or whatever you want to call it. And when you do that, when you truly do that, it's magic. There's some magic. It's this thing that you feel takes care of you and you feel like it's there for you. And like you don't know what to do, but like it's okay because it's this thing, the universe, that created you and spawned you here. Even if it is you in a broader sense. Sometimes you need to know that you're loved. Sometimes you need to know that like there's something greater than you. And to me, it's provided that. And when you fuck with it, it fucks with you. In a good way. That's what I've learned. So try to fuck with it a little bit. You know, try to try to be thankful. Try to be mindful. Be like, just, just think about it. You don't like you don't have to believe anything. Just be like, all right, universe. Hey, what's up? Like, are you here? If you really want to know, you will find out. You will. And I'm not telling you that because I think that. I know that. I've, I've experienced things that, that logically can't be explained. And I'm, I don't really care to, like, try to convince people that they happen or not. But, um, and there's been so many times in my life with just timing of things. Like, synchronicities happened, I think, like, to me, when, you, when you're in tune with that. And you're, you find yourself at the right place at the right time. You're surrounded by the right people. Things just happen when you trust and when you let go. And when you stop trying to control everything. And you just... Are in touch with the universe so that's i that's very probably a lot to say about that but that's it's a very deep topic to me it's very very powerful but i do th i really do think if you're if by the way if you're still watching or listening thank you that's impressive um i do feel that pe more and more people are opening up though and it's like the goal is not for everyone to believe one thing the goal is not for everyone to all agree on one thing but I think people are understanding that a lot of the, the old models of thinking just don't work anymore because we're at a different place as a species. And I think people are becoming more open and understanding like the way that you think and the way that you operate internally actually does influence the way that you perceive everything and the way that people perceive you. And even your body is like the way that you treat your mind and the way, you know, the way that you see yourself does affect your, you like physically. And I think people are just starting to realize there's like more and more depth to us and being okay with that and being less like, oh, that's ridiculous. Because it's not. It's not. It's ridiculous that we have ignored it for so long and that that we are like just figuring it out. But I think that's like natural progression. It's like, you know, how did the earth become the earth? Like how did, how did the sky become the sky? How did the universe become the universe? <clears throat> just is it just did it's just this big massive thing that is there and we're just these tiny little things that are like trying to figure it out but it's like oh wait a minute like okay there's actually more than like what i can see with my five senses and what i can understand with my brain okay that's cool i don't have to know what it is but like there's more and i think just just being like open to that you allow room for the universe to be like yes like that's what i'm trying to tell you man like <laughs> here you go here's some blessings in your life or here's like a cool thing that you're gonna see or here's like feeling that you're gonna feel or here's like a little light on your darkness you know so anyway I think I'm gonna end it there because I think that was good that was good uh good closer I felt very calm making this episode it's really nice but uh yeah yeah but yeah thank you guys so much for watching I know this is a bit of a long one but I think that's why that's why you watch them um 
And uh, one thing that I was, I was listening to recently just to end off that I thought was really interesting and very true because I found myself, like I love podcasts. Like you guys know, I love lectures, I love podcasts. I love long, like complex topics. I love it. I love listening to it and absorbing it. And I think um, it was just this kind of talk about how YouTube has allowed people to actually access that kind of content. And television before, you know, unless it was like movies, which are still kind of like, you know, dulled down. It's like less of just like a raw conversation. You know, television, you, could, it, you know, a lot of times, like even on talk shows, it's very like brief. Um, so YouTube kind of allowed people to access that kind of content and so did podcasts. So it's like, you know, you can't really like read a book or watch TV while you're driving, but you can listen to an hour and a half long podcast if you're driving. And it's actually allowed people to absorb that kind of information and because of how popular popular that is, like it actually shows that like people want that. People are actually like smarter than we give ourselves credit for and actually have like longer attention spans than we give ourselves credit for. We just didn't have access to it before. So that was a really cool, interesting thing to hear about. And I think that's why I part of like I love making these because I know some people actually do watch the whole thing and um, I appreciate it a lot. And it, it gives me a lot of, you know, happiness just to know that like these mean something to you, you know, because I know not everyone's into this, and like I don't intend for everyone to watch to watch these or listen to these, but it's uh, it just means a lot because I love it's very fulfilling to kind of document this, these little things, and it's nice to look back on and see that like there's been so many, so many episodes and continue to be many more. So thank you, but I think that's about it. I'm gonna go get some coffee and some food and then go live. So hope you guys have a great day or night wherever you are. Hit subscribe. Gentleman Stoners comes out on Friday. New single on the Bradenberry Spotify on Friday. And there's something else. Oh yeah, new acoustic session on Friday. Too much content. Probably should have scheduled that different, but whatever. Getting it on, getting it out there anyway. So, cool. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. See you next week. Thank you for the questions. And uh, I'll figure out what I'm gonna talk about next week. So, stay cozy and peace.